Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan, freshly waxed and pre-taxed. I'm Connor, and I do card tricks in my spare time. And I'm Tepper. That was such a sudden stop because there was only three people. Yeah. <laughs> and just no, no third uh, quip. This week, we'll be watching The Prestige, directed by Christopher Nolan, released in 2006. The word prestige originally meant a trick from the Latin, I'm not going to read it, meaning illusion. <laughs> Prestigitas. I don't fucking know. I'm not Pre- reading the trivia. Prestigium. All right, let me look it up. Let me go to, I'm on the IMDb. I'm just not on the trivia. It's like the third trivia. Oh my god, they redid their fucking website. Where's the yeah. trivia? Uh, top right in the little black bar or something. Oh my god, this is dumb. I hate this. It's actually probably better overall. Prestigium. Yeah, that. Connor brought this movie to us this week. Why? Is it because you can pronounce the word? I like magicians. Like, this is one of the reasons why I like magicians so much and wanted to be a magician. <laughs> um, there's a weird thing that's very common in um, security fields where so many of us wanted to be magicians. Okay, um, well, I, I see that. And I don't know why, but like, this is also my love of magicians. This is actually a good movie about magicians, but also like, I really love the Now You See Me movies, and they're not good. I, I oh, they're so much say. fun. They're so much fun. I love both of them. It's a and, very fun but dumb movie. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, the, those are like the two dichotomies of like basically like this movie and then Now You See Me are the two endpoints of magician movies where like one is dumb fun and this one's actually like a kind of serious movie about magicians. But yeah, I don't know. I, I really entranced me when I was young. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping that you like it and it doesn't waste your time but if it does waste your time fuck you i guess i was gonna say like when you're young but it's like 2006 i guess that's basically like the halfway point of our lives at this point i was i was 15 years old when i watched this and i loved every second of it and i watched it many times while learning how to do card tricks (laughs) (laughs) all right like old school google pages of how to do card tricks while watching this movie very good in my living room yeah i guess it's it's literally like halfway point of the life right now so it's so yeah when you were young damn wild that was my midlife crisis i'm dying tomorrow (laughs) can i have your stuff sure nice i didn't call dibs quick enough (laughs) shauna gets the skulls yeah, oh, yeah, abs- absolutely. You're welcome, Shauna. <laughs> You're welcome, Shauna. Yeah, this 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 movie, I know... Um... Oh, yeah, right. The, the line I'm supposed to say, does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I My mom was watching this movie, I think it was just on TV, and we were hanging out in the basement, and while I was talking with her... I watched a bit of the movie. Like was maybe... it this one or the illusionist? 
who fucking knows i think it was this one but it's one of the like until it's conf- like i am assuming it is this one it could potentially be the illusionist because at this one who's, who's the main actors in this one uh this one is uh wolverine <laughs> yeah Hugh jackman and christian bale okay i believe it's, it's batman one, right? it's batman versus wolverine yeah i believe i believe it is this one then yeah, I mean, it's, it's Christopher Nolan, so it's obviously Christian Bale. I, I figured, but I didn't want to be, like, rude and just automatically assume. I'm sorry, Hugh Jackman, that I forgot your name. <laughs> I, I don't think he would be offended that you remember him as Wolverine. Wolverine. Ah, <laughs> oh, hey, you're Wolverine! <laughs> it's like, who's who's gonna say, like, man, I, I don't want to be called Wolverine. Like, why are people so mean to me? I mean, I imagine it eventually got tiring. Just being the role forever. Although he ended on a very high note, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, as listeners of the intermission would have heard, I learned that this and The Illusionist came out in the same year. Yeah. I've not seen either. I know some plot details of, I think, this one. No, although last time I said I think it was the other one. So we'll find <laughs> out. Yeah, you yeah. have to find out. I do enjoy Chris's like headcanon of your childhood life, which is just a bunch of things <laughs> yeah. with people watching movies at all times. Yeah, yeah. We're, like we're, a we're... series of just everyone in your family watching movies in different rooms, different movies. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of pocket pocket dimensions connected together. Yeah, yeah. So I'd walk <laughs> from room to room and the TV would be on and, you know, like I've probably seen at least half of NCIS just because my mom has it on in the kitchen almost all the time. So I'll go to the kitchen and like, I'll be talking with her or like getting a snack or doing something. And I'll just like stand there and watch like, you know, 10 to 15 minutes of NCIS before I go and do other stuff. Now this might, this might prove that theory. Berenstein bears, Berenstein bears, or both. Berenstein bears. Berenstein bears. If it was both, then that might have proved the pocket dimension theory. I read those books a lot when I was younger. But yeah, that's how I remember the name is Berenstein Bears. Yeah, I mean, that's because you're human. <laughs> um, I, w- I wish I still had some of those old books sitting around because when that whole thing was happening, I was like, damn, if I had those books still, I could go and uh, uh, check. Knowing my uh, mother, she still has the one book that I had. <laughs> yeah if my mom hadn't moved to a, com- a very like quite a bit away she might have they would have still been there but i imagine but now it's gone that or it was thrust upon me and i didn't notice um but uh yeah 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 like like my my mom is like like worked from home uh her like uh my basically my whole life and um she always just like she would just leave the tv on in the kitchen because she enjoyed the like just the background noise even if she wasn't actively watching so there's a um like a lot of cases where yeah like i just would watch you know 15 20 minutes you know sometimes a little bit longer excerpts of tons of different movies um tons of different movies tv shows like i've probably seen a huge chunk of csi like the different csi shows um uh there's a period of time where my my dad uh was working really late at work so 
um dinner was like a lot lot more casual uh so i'd watch uh mash with my mom at like dinner time um all the time for like this was going on for like a half year so i watched like most of mash with my mom as well um all that to say like i got like really fond memories of just like watching different tv shows with her um although in many cases it leaves me with like a 15 20 minute knowledge of many different things uh so that's why you guys always get to hear those stories about like oh yeah i saw like 15 minutes of this and nothing more all right we're now showing temper the poster uh please describe it and tell us what you think the movie's about i forgot this was a segment the poster yeah <laughs> um oh michael kane is in this movie too yeah he is michael kane yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's a Christopher. He just, film. yeah, yeah. He just, he just <laughs> got, he just got the Batman cast, and then a couple, and then a couple of Marvel characters. Oh yeah, I guess this was after Batman Begins, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got a Wolverine, and we got a Black Widow, and Batman. Yeah. And Alfred, and yeah. I definitely know this name, but I can't remember what she's been in. Uh, yeah, so th- this poster has, um, oh man, how I describe this? Well, kind of like one half of the poster is shrouded in shadow and darkness, and then the other half of the poster ha- is like white. Um, on the, uh, top in the top left corner is one person, um, who... I believe that is Hugh Jackman. That is. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, yeah, so he met Hugh Jackman, top left. He's, like, looking away. Brow is he's looking very concerned, brooding. Uh, and then in the bottom left is uh, Christian Bale. Um, and in the middle, in this, like, wispy blue smoke effect, is uh, only half of uh, Scarlett Johansson's face um they couldn't fit the other half unfortunately uh too expensive yeah they would have blocked out uh christian bale so like they had to compromise yeah in your contracts half of your face will appear on the poster no more no less and also and also disney will not give you the money that that you were agreed to listen we only promised you money for the the movie theater Hey, remember when we said it would be an exclusive theatrical release? What if we went back on your on our word and then blamed you for it? Yeah. All right. Okay. That was so good, though. Just like it's just like it's very disrespectful of of Miss Johansson to be doing this during a pandemic. Uh, Yeah. Let let let's not Uh, sidetrack ourselves too much. All I'll say is fuck Disney. Okay. (laughs) I've been on the fuck Disney boat for years. Same, but this is a renewed call of why Disney should be hated. Uh, anyway, um, very, very kind of like simplistic poster, very kind of like dark tone to it. Um, at the bottom, it says, uh, are you watching closely? Question mark. And then the prestige. Um, it's, uh, Oh, at the top, it says from the director of Batman begins and memento. Um, so this poster 
in terms of thinking what will happen, I think it's two competing magicians who are like trying to like one up each other all the time. And one of the places where they're trying to uh, one up each other is gaining the affections of Scarlett Johansson. Um, and it will probably lead to more and more dangerous and mystifying tricks. And maybe we'll eventually lead to one of them dying from a trick that is just too dangerous. Gentlemen, uh, gentlemen, your magicians just saw her in half. <laughs> the King Solomon solution to problems. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you just saw this poster, I don't know if I would know this was about magicians. I knew it was about magicians because I saw commercials for it. I, I knew yeah. it was about magicians because I you know watched like 15 minutes of it. But you are absolutely- And also, like I mentioned earlier, like, I, yeah it's a while of magicians yeah 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 but, but like what i mean is like discounting like like my outside information was like first with yeah like watching a bit of it but you're absolutely correct where yeah i i would have no idea what this movie is fucking about if it was i don't think for... i would have watched this movie as a teenager if i had just seen this poster yeah i i think i think this is a bad poster I do too. I think the the biggest problem with this poster is that it doesn't tell you anything. Like the closest thing to a magician thing is, are you watching closely? And the and the and the uh, the Latin source of the word prestige that everyone just knows. Yeah, everyone knows offhand. <laughs> yeah, means, yeah, means illusion because this movie is literally just called The Illusionist, releasing nine months after. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't have to talk about it, but I'm just going to just do the thing we do sometimes where we compare it to the other poster. Because we'll probably, we might just do this movie next. Yeah, it'd, so. be a, it'd be a neat, like, double feature, especially since they were released in the same year. Yeah, so this one was released in October. The Illusionist was released in January, so. That is obviously about magicians. Are You Watching Closely is very similar to the tag line of Now You See Me, which is the closer you look, the less you see yeah. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, I've 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 seen this I've seen this poster cover before. I wonder if my parents own own this DVD or did. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, the illusionist. So, the illusionist, the title by itself, yeah, tells you something. Yes. Like, and then follow that up with nothing is what it seems, and then follow that up with what this poster looks like where there's edward norton in like magic ball yeah and and wearing kind of like what probably a standard person would call you know magician-y looking clothes this could have been a poster for the sorcerer's apprentice actually yes actually yes oh god if we watch the this poster's so cool i actually really like it are we gonna tie the illusionist to the uh magician's apprentice what kind of shoes is he wearing we'll have to find out i guess it depends if he gets with the girl or not because like magicians have to go their own way yeah magicians do have to go their own way um magic is is stored in the balls (laughs) i mean he's got one right there exactly (laughs) exactly so he can get the girl 
Yeah, he's he pre-stored all his magic in this ball. <laughs> so that he could get with the girl. Oh that's, my God. that's some next level thinking. That's what you'd expect from an illusionist. And that's why yeah. he's not a magician, he's an illusionist. <laughs> yeah yeah so like uh, yeah like this poster and like just just also like the background is cut like with like the misty wispy like lighting and the fucking resident evil forest yeah 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 exactly like the fucking resident evil forest that's going on there um this poster good um photoshopped crows yeah 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 they're they're excellent they're trying their best there's just like the front two are the yeah, exact I, I, same one. Yeah. They're flipped and one smaller. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk about that poster more next time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but all that to say, like, yeah, the, the, the prestige poster um, just doesn't tell you any detail. The tagline kind of sucks. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I... I not many people would watch it off the poster. Is there an alternative poster? I feel like there's another. Yeah, there's a few poster. Um, the... This is the one that kept coming up for like on IMDb and the the copy we're watching. So that's the one I went with. But yeah, yeah, it's... totally reasonable. I was just like, that's also I... the one on the IMDb. Yeah. So. So yeah. I don't know if this is a fan one. This is what, I guess, according to the label, was like the poster in the in England. Original English one-sheet movie poster. Oh. Clearly musicians or lounge singers. <laughs> yeah, one of the two. But yeah, I, I think that's a lot better. Like, I don't think that's like absolutely amazing or anything, but I think that gets across. It's very striking. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, it's very... Like, though, the angles that they're facing each other at is, is strange. The, like, yeah, the uh, the swirl. Uh, it, it's, it's a... You know, like, it's not... I don't think it's an incredible poster, but I think it is miles better than the other one simply because it is, as uh, Connor was saying, visually striking. Oh, I found this poster, but I think it's a fan one, but I actually really like it. Okay. Is it the... Oh, okay, yes. So, I found the same one, but in more color. And I'm like, I think it's a fan one. I also think it's a fan one, but I think that one is incredibly good. Yes, so that's the exact same as the one I... Yeah, except just, like, that one is black and white, whereas the other one was in color with red tones. Um... Here's one that's identical to the original, except that you get to see Scarlett Johansson's booby. Oh, I like booby. I mean, it's it is covered in cloth, but oh. what a shame. Also, you can actually you can very easily tell whose face is whose. They're just like both trying not to stare at the boob. <laughs> but yeah, of my fav of, of all of them, my favorite is the fan one. Yeah. Yeah, the fan one by far. Yeah, that like latest one is like fine, but yeah, it's the fan one just see, nails it. Like the fan one, get a better sense of all the different characters. There's also like it's a much more um, 
I find it mysterious. Like, like why are all the why are there all those hats at the bottom? Mm. The there cat, the cat, just like staring straight ahead. The the bird on the hand that's coming out of uh, uh, Nolan's or uh, not Nolan, uh, Christian Bale's back. But I could like look at this poster and be like, this movie's about magicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at the very least, like. It's it's a lot more interesting than like two people in shadows staring yeah. off in opposite directions with like a yeah. wispy blue woman in the middle. Also, I'm so sorry, Shauna. There are so many posters. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Like it's not that fan one. It's like not necessarily immediately obvious that this is, these are magicians, but you see so many obvious tells. Once you start actually looking at the poster, which is presumably what the poster is designed to do, is draw yeah. you in. Yeah. I think I like the the gold one more, but that's just because yeah, so of too. the color theory. It that that would draw you in way quicker than the. The one thing I like about the gold one, especially, is the cat eyes. I think it's very yeah. striking. Ah, Tepper wants to watch cats again. Oh God. But yeah, that like that just that that center uh, yellow circle will draw you in immediately. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and then you start exploring the whole thing. It's real nice. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Uh, yeah. All right, we'll see you after the film. Later, Goodbye. bitches. You try to do time. asking myself that and and uh i'm sorry i i I just don't know and we're back so what did everyone think i think that was one of the best christopher nolan films i've seen it is very fun in a dark way yes yes it's um like, what if Batman was fun? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's... Uh, I guess the easiest thing to talk about is uh, the the uh, tone and uh, aesthetic of the, uh, of the movie is very good. So many of the shots are so beautiful. Yes. And, and like, it's like the streets of London with this almost like dark grimy feeling, but it never like, it's not like too, too grimy. Like it, it, it has the um, trappings of a period piece, but does its own thing within that. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the, what I find with um, especially like kind of magic technology is uh, there's like certain periods that tend to really speak to the imagination of people. And one of those periods that I find most fascinating is, uh, and and that this movie touches on, is the like beginnings of the widespread use of technology, where you have figures like Tesla who are mythologized. You know, this movie very much leans on the mythology of like Tesla, the misunderstood genius versus Edison, the predatory um patent uh fucking science goons the worst part is that's just true yes yes (laughs) edison is awful all my homies hate edison 
Yeah, yeah. And, like, obviously that's a simplification of, yeah. like, the yeah. whole thing. But, like, there's a, there's a certain mystique to that era in the same way, like, like a lot of the uh, punks, like, like subgenres focus on that of like the the uh, mystery and interest that early technology can create because it's a space where like people can go crazy and just do stuff where you're like holy shit like uh, uh like before things are codified before kind of standards are implemented and people better understand the technology it's a uh, it's an open world of possibility uh, all that to say is I think that this like they picked no one picked a perfect period and used the aesthetics of uh, electri- like early electricity to basically like to perfection in this movie. Um, yeah. So I will say this is the movie I knew an amount about specifically I knew the twist. So knowing that is probably the main reason. I feel I felt it was a little long, but that might have just been because I knew where it was going, and it's just like yeah, you're, you, you keep like hinting at it, just like pull the trigger. But but that being said, it was still very good. Just for me, a little long. I mean, I knew the whole movie start to finish, and I thought it was a great time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I yeah, like I thought it was about the perfect length. There's something about like all those scenes that are just like basically them staring silently that are very impactful to me in this movie of them like trying to figure shit out. Yeah. And I think what helps a lot with this movie is in, in a, in a, this movie in the hands of a lesser director, probably by the hour and the half mark, I'd be like, "Mm, can we wrap this up now? This is kind of boring, but uh, the way that, the story is structured and and in like in particular like we've watched movies before on this podcast where i like kind of half stare at the screen i'm just like yeah stuff's happening isn't it and and, but like just kind of like like it doesn't capture my full attention or at the very least like i don't um it, it doesn't engage me uh i what i found with this movie was I was fully engaged for almost the entire movie. Uh, Like I just found myself getting sucked into the narrative, into the struggle between the two of them. Um, The aesthetics, like like, even like a lot of the small and consequential scenes just are like really good. And it, and it helps a lot that I think this movie has uh, a very, very good cast. Um, You know, Hugh Jackman's great. Christian Bale's great, but uh, for me, the standout was um, Michael Caine, actually. Michael Caine did a very good job. Like, Michael Caine's an amazing actor, but yeah, yeah, he did an incredibly good job in this film. Because, like, really, he was the, uh, like, he was the perspective that kind of held the whole movie together, like, serving as, like, narrator, you know, the guy at the beginning. Like, like yeah, there, there's so many parts where, like, yeah, if they had a worse actor for Michael Caine, this movie would be significantly worse. And, and like, the foreshadowing in this movie for many things is very good. Um, like, what, to me, probably one of the most important lines in the movie is when they are, after the show, the the Oriental Magic Show, 
when the guy is like walking, you know, like a cripple and he goes like he sacrifice he he has sacrificed his entire life for the show like that that's like true dedication basically like they say something along those lines and then and i can't remember hugh jackman was just like no one would go through that and christian bell was just like that's what you need to do for a truly good trick yes and and that that is the whole movie <laughs> that is the foreshadowing of the that, entire that, film that's the whole movie <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's the differences in their like philosophy behind doing a magic trick where like Christian Bale sacrifices literally half of his entire life. Yes. He, the two of, yeah, yeah. Half of their life, their personal relationships, like one half of them gone, you know, uh, 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 dead. Um, now literally. It, yeah. Yeah. Now literally all, all for, the trick and uh yeah Hugh, Hugh Jackman's character couldn't understand it in the same way mm-hmm. um because he was looking for the trick of the stage not the trick of life basically yeah it's it's interesting because like Hugh Jackman is technically a much better person because he was sacrificing himself whereas like uh Bale was just causing harm to those around him. <laughs> I mean like emotionally himself but like yeah it, it, it's yeah it, it's uh, honestly both of them deserve to die in the end. Oh sure being like, real. Scarlett Johansson was correct. They deserve each other. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> They're both awful. Well, all three of them, I guess. All three of the two of them. All three of the two of them. All 104 of the two of them. Well, and and it's interesting, too, because if they had just left each other alone, uh, it would have been fine. But they couldn't, they couldn't, you know, they they couldn't let sleeping dogs lie. Like, they had to constantly not just one-up each other with tricks, but, like, sabotage each other. Well, and, like, it's because... Like, it could have stopped so much earlier when he's just like, what knot did you tie? And he's like, I don't know. And it's just like, yeah, because why the fuck are you here and not the other you? But like, yeah, he was telling the truth. He didn't know. He wasn't the one that was on stage. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously he couldn't tell that. Then the innocent one shows up to to the funeral. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Yeah, although, like, on the other hand, it was also, like, you know, your your wife said it was fine. Like, like literally, like, it wasn't like she was like, don't tie that knot, I don't want you to tie that knot. She was just like, nah, it's cool. Sure. She was literally like, do it, faggot, you won't. And everyone yeah. else was like, no, that's not it's a wet liter- knot. <laughs> yeah, literally, you, you, there's, like, a 90% chance you'll die. It's like, nah, man, I got this. It's not a 90% chance, it's just if the rope swells the wrong way, she can't get out. Okay. So well, there's a much higher risk because of the way, like, ropes swell. Okay. But it is a stronger knot, so she's less likely to fall during the transport into the box. Yeah, so, it, um, it's like, 
you've got a grudge against a guy for a thing that your wife was totally cool with and like a risk that she accepted as being part of like when you're doing tricks like that you accept that you may die and it's like and like when you look at the path that it led them down where you've got christian bale's character who ends with a dead wife and a dead brother and then you look at hugh jackman's character who ends with oh who knows how many dead clones and then he's also dead and a, and a dead wife right yes and also <laughs> a dead wife um it's like uh, uh, uh both of you are are, are awful <laughs> yeah i mean like i feel like even just just like lie to the man say one not yeah doesn't matter which like by saying i don't know is that's really like honestly the I, I see the slight that he takes from that and like and then he shoots him, and he was willing to kill him, and accidentally just got some fingers. Yeah. And it's just like, also, knowing that both of them are basically him, how did he not recognize him? <laughs> oh, he's just like, didn't rec- like, he didn't recognize Hugh Jackman. Yeah, like, both of their assistants have to get better at spotting the other magician. But like, one of this their is assistants insane. is them. Yeah. Like, that was the f- That's one of those, like, listen, literally you picked this guy out. Yeah. You two are twins and live half of each other's lives. Like, you should have been able to spot Hugh Jackman because you spotted him from stage. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he. Because, like, he pulls the gun and he just wanted an answer and he still didn't get one, so he pulls the trigger. After that point, it's like Nolan instigates again. <laughs> It's just like, it's like you could have called that even an accidental death for an intentional couple fingers, I guess four fingers, but that's, that's on them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, uh, but yeah, their, their, their obsession, you know, like what Michael Caine said is like obsession is a, is a young man's game. Like their obsession with each other couldn't be dissuaded. It couldn't be stopped. And like, ultimately it was self-destructive, uh, in, in not only like each other's life, like their personal lives, like everything suffered, like everything. And like, there is not like, there's like a slight, yeah, there's like a slight happy ending in all this, but like, not really. Also like fucking Michael Caine's words, uh, could have chosen better or at least talked about it later. It's just like, it's like, oh, drowning's like returning home. It's like, <laughs> okay. I'll just drown my hundred clones. I believe he said that to try and comfort him oh, about his wife's death. Wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, but it, it was it very, stuck with him. It was it very did. funny at the end when he goes like, I lied. Yeah. It was painful. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, torture. Oh it's like, cool. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like the reason he chose that was probably because he didn't want his clothes yeah. to suffer too bad because he knew yeah, he had yeah. to kill them. Yeah, actually, like, Michael Caine is one of the only good characters in this whole story, where he's Pretty just, like, much. like when, he meets, when he meets with him, and it's just like, wait, hold on, like, you've got a guy on death row for your murder, like, and then, like, you took his daughter, bro, what the fuck, bruh. What have you done? I was like, thank you, I'm so glad somebody in this story 
you know, just like grab him by the shoulders and shake him and go like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Accidentally, the reason a hundred people were drowned. Good guy, Michael King. I mean, he didn't drown him. Listen, Christian Bale no. was accidentally the reason one person drowned, which is accidentally the reason a hundred people drowned. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's like, yeah, and and uh, I like the way that like with stories that try to have a bit more of a complicated narrative, what they sometimes run into is you get stuck in a position where you're like, wait, what year is it? What timeline am I looking at? Um, yeah. I, I had this issue. I watched a movie called uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, um, which is an absolutely incredible Cold War spy story. But the movie does a very, very poor job of explaining when events are happening, which led to me being like, partially confused at at several points and in this movie i definitely didn't suffer that nearly as much like like there was a brief confusion over like i was like okay when is the like him going to colorado yeah happening because you yeah that one's that's the one that it takes the longest to establish when you know it where it is in the narrative Um, yes because you don't see the reason for it until Mm -hmm. most of the way through uh, but yeah, so this movie has 146 time cuts. Jesus Christ. Staying coherent with that many cuts is insane. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's really good. Holy fuck. Jesus Christ, Nolan. Because yeah, like I said, my only confusion, and it was only like a brief and not like really a big deal, was just like when is Colorado Springs happening in the narrative. Yeah, because it's one of the first places you see. It's pretty early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get to know the characters, and then it's just like it's just like this woman has this woman has drowned. Colorado, it's like oh, but that's that's gonna be a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think there's any. Like, you never get the like London, uh, eighteen whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, no, not no, even doesn't... once. I don't think. No, I don't think he uh, he does any of that. Um. And like the yeah, like that's you know a useful crutch, but like he's just so good at using um like like uh, uh keeping the narrative in order uh overall that it's uh it's unneeded um and like it really goes to show like how good Nolan is as a filmmaker where he's able to do that where he's able to manage like three different timelines in a way that never gets confusing um, is, is really impressive to me. Uh, yeah. Just like, <laughs> I love, I do love the spike journals that they send each other. Yes. Oh my God. When he like, when he goes like, by the way, like, yeah, she, she told me all about your thing. Enjoy your trip to America, bitch. There's <laughs> it's so much just stabbing like... going on. Yes, they're constantly like, man, when he like puts his hands on the birdcage and there's yeah. a brief moment of realization on Hugh Jackman's face. It's just like, oh, no, because that's a scene that I saw was the bird getting fucking eviscerated by the cage. Also, the, uh, those ladies hands. Yeah, well, that's yes. the other, like, <laughs> it's just like Bale hurts so many other people. <laughs> At least Jackman mainly hurts himself. 
And Olivia. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Did she just leave? I, I, I missed a little bit when, like, because his wife killed herself. Yeah. They had a conversation. Did she just kind of leave after that? That yeah, was the impression I got. Because he was, she was, fed he up was with it. he, the one that she met with at dinner that that night was the one that was in love with her, not the one that was in love with Sarah. Yeah. So he wasn't too affected by Sarah's death. Yeah. Because he didn't love her. And so he was acting cold, pretty strange and cold for someone who was expecting this person to be a single human. Yeah. 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 Cause she didn't, you know, obviously she didn't understand. So it's just like, wait, you're not sad about your wife. And then like, I think he was really trying to be honest in that scene where he goes like, I never cared about her. I cared about you. Mm -hmm. Like as honest as he could be, but then that goes it's back to, like, it's just like cool truth, but maybe more of it yeah yeah well and, well and that like goes back to the fact that like honestly neither of them are like fully human because they're so they've sacrificed so many parts of themselves for the act yeah that they're not like really people yeah it's just like do you love me not today it's like i that's great that that's the truth and all but like that's not helping anyone yeah well like he knows she can tell oh yeah but it's just like it's like that being honest like that is not going to help a human as Listen, evidenced by her that twin herself. is actually a psychopath <laughs> the other one actually <laughs> showed some empathy that twin is insane yeah well he's the that one twin who died is the aggressive too, right? one it's the one who died it's the one who instigated yeah. almost everything yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like, I don't know. I don't love you today. It's like, yeah, I probably killed him. Hey, bitch, what are you going to do about it? That one's probably also the one that tied the knot. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. Because they do have kind of distinct personalities that you can sort of pick out who's who in some yeah. scenes. Yeah, I feel like if I watch this movie again, knowing what happens, like you could you could pick that stuff out. So, like, I assume the, like, the intention would be, like, he had, has he always been doing this? Or has he been doing this since he saw the, like, uh, the, the Chinese man perform? It's been before he saw the Chinese man. It's implied that it's their entire adult life at the minimum. Okay. Because, like, that's, I guess, because he already, he, because it wasn't that he was realizing that this man is putting on a performance for all of his life. It is that, no, of course he is, because that's what I would do. Yeah, because this all <laughs> that's what a normal insane. person would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or or I think it's like also like he rec he like like game recognizes game, like well because because like you don't I guess like because you don't see his uh, he doesn't have that assistant until he starts doing his own work, right? Mm -hmm. So it could have been at any point, but I guess. Yeah the intention that it would have had to have been when they were still working for the well like they swapped magician. when they met sarah because that's how he did the trick of breaking into her apartment oh, so they were already yeah. living like that back when they first met sarah right that makes sense also like not a good trick yeah. to break into someone's apartment <laughs> for sure <laughs> It's like, no, man, this will be great, please. It's just like, it's I don't want to be your, your, your wingman. 
Listen, when was old timey London dangerous? It's fine. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's going to be great. As soon as she leaves her apartment, you break in. You wait there for like six hours. It's going to be sick, bro. It's going to be sick. Trust me. You'll probably even get to make out with her. I don't know. I think he was like trying to distract her so that his brother could like break in. Yeah. It's just, I mean, yeah, because I was like second time we met, so he wouldn't have known where she lived yet. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it a normal relationship. Not knowing their address before you first, or first inv- invited near the door. Mm, I should study that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else is fair game. Just don't <laughs> stalk them before uh, to their door on the first date. Damn it. <laughs> That's my A game. <laughs> yeah, it's... um. The uh, yeah, like they're 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 constant like back and forth sabotage is really interesting. Like seeing their their rise to stardom in London. It's not necessarily a bad decision, but it's definitely an interesting one that no one was just like. And scientific magic is real. Cloning Listen, technology. Nolan is a Tesla stan, and I love him for it. Oh yeah, I I, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate his dedication to that shit. It's definitely like a, uh, uh, it's an interesting move when you go for like ninety percent of the movie and he's just like magic is all tricks, like it's all stuff that the audience doesn't see, blah blah blah. And then he goes like, but like, what if magic was real though? Well, like the best <laughs> but... part, it, it's it's so in for Tesla being like, it's like yes, I can make a teleporter, and it's like oh sorry, I made a cloning machine. <laughs> yeah listen the calibration's off exact science yeah. isn't an exact science well and it's interesting how like nolan basically uses tesla's uh like the mythology of tesla to basically bullshit it into like like he gets the audience to suspend their disbelief because it's just like it's tesla it's of tesla course, of course he could make a cloning machine like why not <laughs> we love tesla yeah jokes on edison that uh not all winners get to write history listen edison couldn't make a cloning machine he could only make a death machine yeah he's just like hey check it out i can kill an elephant bitch that's what, Tes- that's what tesla's doing to your children trying to make electricity free also we can confidently fit this in the cageverse because obviously the uh the tesla coil experiments being performed by uh american dragon jake long were uh just like continuations of his cloning experiments oh my god we're gonna have a whole sorcerer's apprentice like especially when we watch the illusionist hell yeah it's gonna it's gonna be like a whole cinematic universe I mean, we've already established the illusionist as part of that universe. Oh yeah, but we need to like add more details and how magic exactly is stored it in the ball. So, in order to have a relationship, he stored all his magic in another ball. Yeah, and he's a eunuch. <laughs> <laughs> My head I mean, can. We looked at that poster. He pro- it looks like he has leather shoes. So, Which I think is eh? what he wanted. I can't remember. Yeah, for conductivity or something 
Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you can't have rubber soles. You need you need that that good leather, or at least not rubber. Yeah, so it, it's uh, uh, yeah, the, this this movie is is pretty damn good. Oh, uh, random random thing. Do you know who played Tesla? No, who did? David Bowie. Nice. Yeah. Nice. He does a really good job. Yes, yeah. he does. Rest in peace, that man forever. God damn. I'm gonna have to like uh, pour one out for Bowie tonight. Uh, when we're done the episode. Uh, yeah, like, like, yeah. The, the, uh, this this movie falls into that thing of like it's just a very very good movie. Um. Well, one thing, another thing about the framing of the movie that I really appreciate is like it opens with Michael Caine talking to uh, Christian Bale's daughter, and he talks about like like what I like is for people who don't know anything about how magic functions, like magicians and stuff like that, where he talks about the stages of the trick, where he not only what I like about it is it's dual purpose, where it not only explains the structure of tricks and why it's important. But also, by extension, explains the structure of the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, also... It, it... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's also... I, I just realized it's the, it's the second last scene of the movie, pretty much, like, right yeah. in the beginning. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, so and that adds into the... the fact that he had never interacted with her before. Yes. Right at the very end. So it's this, like, really cool... Like, I love stuff like that, where it serves a like a single thing can serve a multitude of purposes within the narrative of a, of a work where like, yeah, he is explaining one to the audience who might not know how magicians function, how do tricks work? Like what is the structure of tricks Two, what the structure of the movie is like, it, oh man, it, it, it's, it's, it's very good in, in many different ways. Um, no one's a genius. He's a very, very good director. Why did why did Hugh Jackman have a hundred vats made for murdering himself? Why didn't he just empty it? Where would he put the did bodies? He, did he make did he did he make a hundred vats? I mean, there was at least like twenty at the yeah, uh, down where where he died. That, that was likely why this. there was only allowed to be a hundred shows. Yeah, but like, I'm just running like, out of space to store my murder cages. Just like fucking bury the bodies or throw them into the ocean. Well, that that's what I was. I was actually um, for hot for a hot second. I was like, oh man, is is one of them? Is somebody gonna walk into a room and then there's just like piles upon piles of his just his dead fucking clones? Yeah, I figured that. I mean, at the very least, do that. Like. It's like buying a hundred of those vats is ridiculous because it's just like, it's one thing to like, cause he, I guess he wanted to, he couldn't like reveal that there were multiple bodies. So they were just secretly sent away to the other building that was dilapidated. Yeah. But then like, I figured they would just dump the bodies there and then return the vat, not show up with a new vat the next day. Like how did neither of the Christian Bales notice that he had, a hundred like just like ask somebody who's making a hundred vats <laughs> yeah it's just I, like, uh, it's like how does this trick work it's like well i 
It's just like turns out like the local like uh uh <laughs> the local magician supply store has sold him a hundred murder vats. Yeah, well I I think I think um at one point when they're when Christian Bale's discussing the trick is he says like every night and like it has the shot of the uh of the vat. Was it yeah. the vat or was it the Yeah, yeah it's machine? the it's the it's the vat covered in like a leather so you can't see the body inside it. Yeah, yeah, like he does notice. But I my yeah. impression was that he didn't have enough time to do a big investigation, so it ended up with him backstage you know, yeah. being implicated for murder. Yeah, it's just it's just like I I would have been just like have a pile of Christian Bales, not just like a 100 vets in a basement. <laughs> yeah I, I i agree with you like i feel like that's expensive too like yeah well i'm like there's gotta be such a paper trail when somebody's trying to figure out how to how a magic trick works yeah it's uh also i can't imagine i guess he would have had to like how expensive well i guess like there's gonna be a boat going between england and america anyway so you can you can get room for your for your clone cloning machine what do you write down on the manifest though goods I don't know. <laughs> machine machinery machine parts uh not from tesla <laughs> no, no tesla machines here it's just the agents checking the manifest well it says right here that's not a tesla machine i guess we're, we're good yeah but it's got a big metal ball it's like oh it seems pretty tesla Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it, it it was a good movie. Like like I was saying, like I found it very engaging with like the the scene to scene narrative. Um, dialogue was good. Uh, the like set design and everything was just phenomenal. Like like Colorado Springs as a town, like the scene when like all the lights are lit up in the field. Um. Uh, there there's like so many there's so many just like individual scenes that are just very beautiful to behold like the lightning effects um yeah it it it, it was um like aesthetically a, a very uh, very beautiful film like all the scenes in the theaters too like seeing those those old theaters and like the sets constructed for them the backstage versus like yeah um it's very good it's very good it's probably the like i haven't seen basically any magician films but this is like the best magician film i've seen or film about magicians um uh, so there we go that that's that's the ranking <laughs> so Just far fucking interrupting someone else's trick to say hey i'm performing across the street Hell yeah, yeah that's Holy style I think that was the biggest dab in the movie by far was like, not only do I break your leg, I interrupt your show, reveal your trick and then promote my own trick. Holy fuck. Yeah, that was, that was like, that was layers upon layers of, of dabbing with that one. Like, yeah, he later got back at him by getting him sentenced to death, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, even... Uh, I don't even think that's a bigger L than the than, than the one that he it, was given. It might have been if he got away with it. Yeah, 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 I guess if he had gotten away with it, then yes. 
but because he didn't, no. I did like, he's just like, I don't need to know your trick. I fucking stole your daughter and you're going to die. Yeah, that, that, that was pretty, that was pretty strong. And like, he was just like, he's just like, all you had to do was admit that I was better and not try to find the truth behind it, which is true. Like he theoretically would have been happy with that, whether that's actually true or not. But it's just like, as soon as you like found my dead body. Yeah. Although like it's a, it's also extremely hypocritical of oh, yeah. Hugh Jackman's character to say that when it's like, yo, bro, you openly admitted that you have an obsession with Christian Vale's character and like figuring out his trick, especially the like disappearing man one. Also, like, I am almost certain that at that point Hugh Jackman had taught his assistant what Christian Bale's character looked like and had him pointed out as one of the people to inspect the machine that night. Uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, he'd also just gone to that show a dozen or more times, so eventually he's gonna get picked. But no, because he, he didn't reappear that night. Which means he probably knew that Christian Bale's character was underneath the stage. Because he was trying to set him up for murder. Mm, well, my, my impression was that he makes the like he makes the copy oh i see what you're saying because he doesn't show up on the stage again yeah like it only takes him seconds to reappear usually but he never reappeared that night and then you hear the shouting under the stage yeah 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 maybe maybe he had like i mean the timing doesn't really work but like theoretically he's because he's got a guy guarding the back who lets him down but he also told uh fucking what's his name in the fucking movie michael kane's uh, character to not be up backstage that night well i think Mm. he said he doesn't want him backstage at all he's like michael kane had been backstage for previous shows he was like don't be backstage i don't want you backstage i want you at the front of the house for tonight okay because the impression the 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 impression at the time that i had gotten from that is that he didn't want michael kane's character knowing anything about the murders so for for this particular set of shows the impression i got from the don't be backstage is like i literally want you knowing nothing about the trick at all yeah he wanted like he he does say that he didn't he didn't want to involve him at all if he could but like, but I, I i do agree with connor where i think there is intentionality to yeah like like he he knew that um he knew that Christian Bale's character would do it and that he would use it to set him up for murder as the ultimate trick. Yeah, I mean, like, I see as, like, because he, to some degree, could have potentially known that, because, like, Bale comes up on stage and could have very easily left stage, and that would have been fine. No, knowing that he went he downstairs. Himself, so he remembers that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, like, knowing... If he has some way of knowing he went downstairs, then he simply doesn't appear. Right? Yeah, Yeah, and then the bodies will be discovered, or, well, the body will be discovered, and then, you know, he will destroy his only opponent. Because he stores the corpses at his rehearsal studio. Yes, yeah, yeah, Yeah. the uh, dilapidated one. Yeah. Yeah. Very efficient. (laughs) Just send them all to to Edison. 
covers yard and corpses of himself. Yeah, and, and I th- I think this also again like speaks to the quality of this film that like you know we 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 like in this podcast we like to discuss like plot holes and like things where we like raise our eyebrow and go like oh man that's kind of weird uh, or like not even plot holes but just like weird leaps of logic that that happen in movies uh, and and I think it speaks to the quality like the quality of the narrative of this movie that like despite having three different timelines you know, being a twist heavy movie that there's like overall, not a whole lot of like stuff where we're, we're finding issue with. I, I just have another uh, comment about cutter. I just thought about just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, it's just like, it's just like this little girl is having a very difficult amount of time right now. She's just been basically kidnapped under duress. And it's just like, I am going to murder a bird in front of her, doing the exact trick that would eventually lead to her mother committing suicide. (laughs) It's like, good work, Cutter. Lots of of magic tricks he could do. I don't think Cutter's a very good magician, though. I think he's just an engineer, pretty much. Yeah, also probably not very good with kids. Probably not. Yeah, the, the impression I got was like, yeah, he he's somebody who likes magic, but like whose talents lie in engineering the tricks rather than actually doing them. This is uh, just like this was like I've developed this very complicated way to not murder birds, and it's just like day one, Bale's like, nah, this'll I'm gonna this will never get used again. I'm gonna do what's called a pro gamer move: <laughs> murders <laughs> it, the bird, it, it injure injure a stand uh, a woman who's standing by. Yeah, uh, th- this is for my two fingers that you shot off. Gonna <laughs> ruin some uh, some random bystanders' fingers and kill a bird. God, they're both awful characters. Yeah, <laughs> I-, I I appreciate that this movie doesn't try to get us to side with one over the other. Like the movie's pretty clear, and like no, they're both bad people. I'm still Team Jackman. I'm Team Olivia. Yeah, That's, that is the correct team. Uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna go with Team Cutter. Cutter team was Cutter's cool. a good team. Yeah, because like, like I don't. So like, yeah, Christian Bale's pretty bad, but like also, uh, Hugh Jackman was like ready to steal his daughter and like have him die on like death row, and like I, ba- Bale's yeah. Bale's uh like commitment to the bit is what always uh, it's, uh, causes trouble. Yeah, it always exacerbates it. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jackman would, it's just like, I shot his fingers off because he still wouldn't fucking just give me a straight answer. It's like, we can just both do our own things. It's like, nope. Yeah, I'll, but I mean, like, also, it's like, he didn't give me a straight answer isn't really a great excuse for, I'm now going to go sh- shoot you. <laughs> like yeah. i'm not saying it's a good excuse though. yeah 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 i i i i, I get what you're saying i i, I just like uh i i'm more like a, a camp their moral equivalents to each other they're both equally awful um team cutter go <laughs> um but yeah the uh yeah, this movie's really good. I'd, I'd watch this movie again. Team Tesla. 
fuck Edison. <laughs> Down with Edison. Hashtag hashtag Tesla. Hashtag David Bowie. Mosey on over to Tepper's Tops. Well, I mean, we're already there, but we have to deal with the us that isn't there yet. It's a real messy situation. I believe in you. It's just like, it's it's a lot of vats, and I had to install them below everyone's seats beforehand. I am appreci- I, I appreciate your dedication to the craft. <laughs> so whenever I have a bad take in the future, it wasn't me. It was, it was, your, fiction- it was your twin. It was a it was a, a fictional version of me uh, that did it, or a real version of me, depending on the nature of the activities involved. Did you make that really off color joke? I I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, did you or did you not? I don't know. There is a girl who lives in Guelph who looks and acts almost exactly like me to the point where my boyfriend at the time got us mixed up. I have never met her. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> or at least she lived in Guelph I haven't heard about her in years but there have been multiple people who have been like why are you in Guelph right now and I'm like I'm not <laughs> they're like I saw you on the bus earlier today yeah I've, I've had a I've had a running joke with my um, Final Fantasy uh, uh, guild that whenever uh, they, they will like accuse me of doing certain things I never did those things um and I'll just go like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, You've never done anything is... wrong in your life, man. I know. Uh, well, and also it's like the things that you're, the person you're attributing those traits and uh, words to, that's a fictional version that you guys have created. <laughs> I will tell you though, um, you do not have to be concerned about your Twitter. I only <laughs> um, post things that appear in my timeline because of you. I haven't been looking through your profile. <laughs> oh that that re- recent twitter stuff has been so much fun it's like you're like oh man I, I have to hold back my my power level well you sent me that tweet and i was immediately just like picture of a screenshot of my timeline that was just like <laughs> yeah. feldia liked it's ass like, no. picture it's like no like, no wasn't me. wasn't me that was the fictional version of myself um yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter is a very, very fun website as long as you make sure to curate it uh, properly. Mine's mostly interests. pictures of uh, possums and raccoons. Yeah, mine is just like a bunch of artists who I really like. I follow their stuff, and then there's like a few podcast people who I follow. Mine's all porn. Every so often, like someone will be like, "Did you see the news on Twitter?" I'm like, "All my Twitter feed is really is pictures of possums and raccoons." Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, unless, unless I'm like, I want to hurt myself, I stay away from politics side of Twitter. Cause like Twitter's got a lot of cool stuff. Twitter's got a lot of cool stuff, but you just have to make sure that you're like curating your timeline in such a way that you see that cool stuff and not the like stuff you don't want to see. If you want to um, have a nice gentle timeline like me, possum every hour and raccoon every hour are great things to support follow hell yeah what was that? i saw i saw a video earlier today that was like bet you didn't know raccoons can purr or something like that oh yeah 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 that was so good i didn't yeah. know raccoons could purr because that i was, raised some but you know it was incredibly cute very very cute they're too good i want 
a pet raccoon if it just wasn't like one of the shittiest fucking pets. Yes. Okay. I think the vats are finally ready and the uh, Tepper's Talk <laughs> co-hosts are about to take over. <laughs> Alright, time to switch out. Um, okay. Tepper's Stops. Um, I think this is the best movie. Put it in the number one spot. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm on a fucking roll. I'm at the top three. Yeah, you're 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 powerful. Your redemption arc is like ongoing, <laughs> and I appreciate you for it. I'll stand by prehistoria though. It's basically the same movie. Pre prehistoria is fucking great. It's yeah, yeah man. It, it has the same th- starting three letters. It must be the same. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I wrote down Edison as the villain. I don't, I don't know. There's like... Obsession is the villain. I, I was going to say, I, I think Obsession is the uh, is the villain. And uh, it, it's very good. It's very good. Like, the, the struggle between the two of them and their nature and their dedication to their craft and each other is, like, very good. Um... I think for now, put it in the number one spot. That might change. Oh my god, it's better than Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung has the drip. If he was in a better movie, Shang Tsung is the Komodo of this yes. fucking season right now. Yes, he is. So. I forgot this was. I forgot this was ninety five. Uh, Shang Tsung. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he's. Don't get me wrong. He's very very good and like. Uh, I go through, I've discussed this before, I go through kind of two periods of rating movies and villains. One, the initial impression, and two, like, what's my impression of this over time? So, who knows? Maybe he'll slip back into that number one spot. I am tearing up the rankings right now. Oh, yeah, it's it's amazing. I put down Unhinged Business Magicians uh, for Business Dads. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. It's like... It could be either of them. It doesn't really matter. I think they're pretty Are bad. you referring to the twins? Uh, or all three primarily, of them? I mean, I was referring to two of them, not thinking about the twins. So, like, yeah, all three of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're all bad. Yeah, they're... They are all they're business. all business. <laughs> like, they're, they're really... Like, the only... Like, yeah. The daughter is just a prize to be won. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really bad. Michael Caine killed a bird in front of her, and he's the best influence she has. Wow. Um, I think the number two spot. Really? In between? Because, God, does that dad from Prehysteria just have such crackhead energy? It's fair. Like, like on a purely no, business... you're right. I forgot who he was. Yeah. Yeah, like on a purely business to dad ratio, probably unhinged business magicians is number one. But I gotta pay respect. I gotta pay respect to that dad from Prehysteria, because whenever I think about him, I just go like, holy fuck, yeah. he, was, he existed, he's a character. These guys just shoot each other, but they don't do it when, when children are around. Yeah. Any pitching business dad fucking waves the guns around the children. Well, and also, like, the interactions with his daughter yeah. and the, like, oh, man. 
<laughs> he's really good uh free hysteria is an excellent movie listeners go watch free hysteria you will not regret it are you jealous of daddy's new girl <laughs> waves gun in the air yeah um who do we yeah, want to list we definitely, we definitely i already put tesla. down who i want to list yeah I, I i think tesla is the correct choice for this we could david we could bowie list, yeah i was gonna say we could list david bowie uh, uh tesla put in brackets like david bowie no 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 we list both okay 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 and and, and i think i think cutter uh, yeah i agree cutter should be listed as well because like other than the main character like honestly i think even more so than the main characters like he has such a crucial role in the movie and is just an absolutely <laughs> incredible performance by michael King. yeah right i take it <laughs> michael kind Michael Kine. <laughs> we listed four people in this movie. This is gonna be great when Chris comes, comes like for the next movie. Chris is where he just goes like, "Why the fuck are there four people listed for this movie?" <laughs> There's three people from Free Hysteria. We we can do what we want. That's true. That's also true. the goons are two people, so there's actually four of them. Yeah. Uh, the daughter, I guess. There is also the the uh briefly existing nephew or whatever who can see through the lies of the jedi <laughs> yeah sure lay up uh let's put them both down for now we can always decide later you could just say the nephew and the daughter i'll be honest with you raiden is gonna tear shit up <laughs> <laughs> oh right we do have raiden in this bracket is her name jess is that who that is i can't remember Born seven years before this. That seems promising. Perk. All right. Better you put Tesla in there. Just start killing people. <laughs> Him and his assistant. Oh man, Tesla versus Mistopheles. Uh, lightning battle. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jess and her cousin are gonna have a time. Not everybody's meant to win it. It's not our most. Not unbalanced uh, bracket, but it's pretty close. And then, yeah, presume, assuming we do what we're saying we're going to do, uh, whatever we consider a child from uh, the Illusionist will finish up that bracket. Nice. And Raiden is going to kill all of them. And it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> I might I mean, actually show up for that glory. Given, given say, that Tepper typically dictates, that's probably true, but I mean, Mistopheles says he's got some power. Yeah, Mr. Mistopheles gets second because he's just a magician. That's all yeah. he is. He's not even a good magician. He didn't shoot off anybody's fingers. <laughs> he didn't make a hundred clones of himself that he murdered. Yeah. He did he did basically do Hugh Jackman's trick though, right? Like, he reverse kidnapped a dude via yeah. kidnapping, basically, but magical. Yeah, he sacrificed someone else to be exchanged places with uh, whatever his name is. Important cat. Old Deuteronomy. Old Deuteronomy, yeah. I actually remembered. That thing I need to remember, obviously. <laughs> Gotta keep that information. Alright, I think that's that's it for Tepper's Tops. Yeah. Well, we're tied on village uh, ranking. 3.5. Hell yeah. You do have double memories, though. 
four. Watched a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point we'll do prehistory two and three. I know I've seen one of them. Pretty sure three. I mean, prehistoria, prestige, illusionist would be a good, good time, and whatever the heck else we're bringing. But yeah, uh, I think we can do them. Their arbitrary ratings. Yep. So, who's gonna steal the easy one? A uh, hundred dead fucking corpses out of a hundred water tanks. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I know it, I know it, I know it. It's so know easy. It's Too easy. <laughs> I rate this movie one cat out of twenty top hats. Just wondering if we just keep the dead theme going. It's just like uh, two brothers. Give this movie two dead wives out of one dead brother. The uh, other one that I didn't use was uh, one dead bird out of two birds. Same with like one dead brother. A lot of death in this movie. That's magic, baby. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of dead birds. <laughs> now, now you see me three. That's magic, baby. <laughs> Just start shooting everyone. <laughs> it's great too. Michael Caine is in. Just a gun. Is in the first Now You See Me movie, if I remember correctly. He is. Yeah. Those are good movies. No, they're they not. Are. No, they're, they're fun they're movies. Fun. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're good movies. No. But they are very fun. I do enjoy watching them. They're good heist movies, which still, do- which still doesn't mean they're good movies. Heist movies are like my favorite genre of movie, and they're not even that good of heist movies, but they are fun. Yeah, and like fun is a metric all of its own, IMO. Yes. Like they're lame, but they're fun. Mm-hmm. As always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Connor. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8 Jazz for use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or the link in the description. Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.